My name is Era, and I'm the host of the Tamil Creator Podcast. I chat with creators from all over the world to share their stories and discuss hot topics in a way that I hope inspires, educates, and entertains you. Hello, everyone, and welcome to another episode of the Tamil Creator. This is your host, Era, and today I have probably one of my youngest guests, if not my youngest guest ever. His name is Manusan Ryan. Sundarasan, I, I hope I didn't butcher it again. And he's popularly known as Vinan. He's a Malayali slash Tamil Canadian recording artist from Scarborough. And, you know, he, after finding success playing basketball competitive in high school, he's gone on to switch his focus to making music. And, you know, in 2021, he had a big year. He released his now popular and motivating single and video, Top of the Game. And this song, which is inspired by his love of basketball and hip hop music, caught the attention of NBA 2K and was featured in NBA 2K21 Next Gen Soundtrack and included in a single in the video game NBA 2K21. So, uh, Vinan, welcome to the show. Thanks for hopping on. Thank you for having me on the show today. Um, you know, for me, I you know, it's, it's funny that we were talking before this and you're telling me you're doing homework, which is crazy because <laughs> you're so talented for a guy your age. Uh, you know, I think when I was your age, I wasn't thinking beyond like, you know, that day or like maybe the future, like, you know, in terms of a traditional path. So really cool what you're doing. I love to see that. Um, you know, why don't we go back to the beginning in terms of, you know, you know, how did you get on this path of, you know, becoming a rapper and like a music artist? Like, you know, how were you raised and how did that influence, you know, where you are today? Um, mostly my parents, um, they like my family is uh, like a music family. Uh, like it's been revolving around me like ever since uh, elementary school so where I'm from like in Scarborough like the schools that I went to they always offered extracurricular activities so I would always be in like like the choir Um, I would always sign up to be part of like any music thing and aside from school like my parents they always put me in like Carnatic music in a young age so I, I was learning Carnatic music uh, on the side of school so I was just interested in like the different music genres like I really liked singing and then that's when I got um, introduced to rap when I was young I always saw it play on the tv Um, like I saw Drake The Weeknd Nav like I would see them play on this tv channel on my Rogers tv back in the day and I would always just listen see that like started from the bottom by drake was always playing on the tv so i fell in love with like rap like growing up listening to that i just fell in love with like the flow and like how everything was so like trap style or like like cool (laughs) i just wanted to be a cool kid so like you know i started to i started to give more focus to like rap and music like singing so r&b and like rap is first what i started to do like you know get more familiar with i wanted to learn and make my own music when i was young so that that's how i really started with music and um in schools they would always have talent shows so i would always practice like songs from other artists and i would recreate that at a talent show because i couldn't write my own music back then so sure. whenever whenever i did that so, for example, there was a song called uh, NF. Like, NF, he's, like, one of the artists back then. Uh, he's, like, Eminem, like, trap, like, style. I just like him because he's, like, 
fire like he he raps fast so i thought it was cool if i could recreate the fast rapping in front of an audience so they'd be like damn that's so cool you know so i just wanted to have that wow factor in people so i recreated that in like talent shows and ever since like the people's engagement and the people were so hyped when i got in the stage i just like that feeling how, how old are you at the <clears throat> moment i'm like 17 crazy so you're, you're doing these talent shows how did you like um number one like i guess do you not get nervous before you go up and number two how did you know that what you were putting out there was good like what kind of feedback did you get okay so first i was actually nervous the first time i got on the stage and actually the first time i got on the stage is actually the first time i got booed on the stage and ever since that, I just had this feeling like, okay, I have to prove these, prove these guys wrong. Like, I have to show them like a new me. So I, I had to like do something. I had to, I prepared everything. I, I was literally focusing on just recreating this song. So there's this one song called uh, Stereo Hearts by Maroon 5 and Gym Class Heroes. It's like one of my favorite songs, like old songs. So I recreated that song on in the ta- on the talent show. Like everything was in around grade seven. And when I sang it on the stage and wrapped it, everyone was just like astonished. They gave me like this flush emoji look. <laughs> like everyone was just like looking at me like, like, damn, I didn't know that guy could do that. And I as I did that, I felt like more people got open to me. Like I made more friends. I got to, you know, fit in with more people that way, I feel. Cause like I used to be more or the energized hype kid that people really don't really talk to because you know i was just so hype all the time i'm hyperactive (laughs) but yeah that that's when like i realized like okay people are saying this is good so what if i start to do more of this and see how it goes got it how'd you come up with the name vinin oh the name vinin okay Ever since I was young, um, I played ball from a young age. So I played uh, basketball. Uh, shout out to my, uh, like, he's like a blood brother to me. Shout out Bovey. He's actually, like, one of my mentors, like, with basketball. So I would always train with him and everything. So when I wanted to, when I first opened Instagram is when I actually was playing basketball. I wanted to post, like, basketball or motivating content. That was actually my niche back in the day, like in grade nine. So I just wanted this name, like what's motivating, but also cool at the same time. So the first three letters of my name is like V-I-N. So like Vin, it sounds like win if you think about it. So I came with this motto, like Vin for life. It's like win for life, basically. So it was like something motivating. And like back in the day, like I was doing motivation, like I said, so it kind of helped with that niche, I guess, like that motto was actually really good. So I used that motto. And when I actually was starting to make music, I was thinking of similar names that were with that motto. And I came across, like, I was just thinking out of the blue, I was just like winning, winning. And then I was like winning. Okay. And then I didn't really like it because it had a hard G at the end. Like I didn't really like the G at the end. So I actually had to take it off. And I was like winning. Okay. Winning. So I changed it to Vinin right after that. It was like a huge like creative process process that I was going through. And I was just like, damn, I actually like this name now. So I'm like, I never, I never regret changing my name ever again. Like, I feel like this is my lifelong name. I'm going to hold the whole down legacy, you know, with that name. It's funny that you said back in the day, grade nine, 
You haven't finished high school yet. You know, you know when I finished high school? Well, I actually don't know. I finished high school in 2003. Oh, God, it's way before I was born. What I was mean? born. Oh, my gosh, you weren't even born then. My God, that's crazy. <laughs> <laughs> Damn, I just realized that, yeah. You weren't technically born. Yeah. Damn, that is crazy. I'm old. Okay, anyway, um, you know, I, I saw, I think we talked about it before, but, you know, you used to play basketball competitively in high school, so... Give me the scoop in terms of like, you know, how good would you say you were? I wouldn't say I'm like, like LeBron or LeBron level. Like I wouldn't say I'm like bad as well. You know, I wouldn't like be on a bench, but I feel like I was like, I was just decent. You know, I felt like I was above decent. You know, I would say like out of hundred, probably give myself like a 75, you know, somewhere there. But I I like that honest, uh, analysis yeah because yeah. a lot of people like that were playing basketball with me were really tall and like and were really like big body and like me i'm like a very lanky guy a lean guy so i i really couldn't even get into the paint like that so it was more shots shots <laughs> okay so you know i'm speaking about basketball i'm speaking about like you know hip-hop like mm-hmm. you know the best of both worlds collided in 2021 when you know, I think this is how, how I kind of heard of you as well, right? I was kind of familiar with you, but this is what really kind of perked my interest was, you know, uh, I played NBA 2K back in the day, you know, probably probably 20 years ago, maybe when it's the first edition. But, yeah, uh, you know, you got your single <clears throat> top of the game featured in NBA 2K21 Next Gen soundtrack and the actual game itself. Um, you know, tell us about how that happened and, you know, um, We'll talk about that first, but then I want to know, like, you know, when you actually found out that you got in, your reaction. But let's start off with, like, how did you actually get your song into that game? Okay, so when I started making music, it was actually in grade, like, uh, grade 10. Grade 10 is when I started, I was like, okay, I'm going to make my own music and put it out on Spotify, like that. I was thinking like that. So I always was doing my research from, uh, like, a young age, like, grade 10. I was just like, well, what? Do, how do I release my music? How do I get my stuff in front of people? So I was always that type of person that would just search stuff on Google and kind of do like a copy paste, like in my own way. So I came across this distributor platform. It's called United Masters. So back in grade 10 is uh, is when they officially opened. It was in like beta. So when it was in beta, they actually signed one of their first artists uh, called Enali Chapa. He's like one of these famous rappers from the U.S. He was kind of blowing up uh, after he dropped his song, Shot of Flow. So I was just like, okay, this is actually might sound like a nice opportunity. Maybe I can get myself around like, like some good people in the industry, you know, maybe have my foot on, you know, try to get myself elevating a bit. So I signed up uh, on this distributing platform and they really... Um, I was actually one of the first people to actually join that platform. And especially being young, I think they really liked that I was from Toronto. I think I was one of the first people to join from Toronto, to be honest, especially being young. So I had open to all these like emails that I could reach out to. Like there were like loads of like, I'm talking Excel sheets of like emails that I could reach to pitch to. And there were like mostly like people that were kind of underground or like, people that I could get reach of basically they would check their emails, but they had some sort of connection to the mainstream some, somehow. 
So I was looking and I came across um, this this uh, opportunity of having your song in a soundtrack in NBA 2K21. So I was like, okay, this sounds like a sick opportunity. What can I do with it? Now that I've had, like I could pitch to it, I got to make something to get selected. Back then, I really didn't know how to write music or uh, really didn't know like what style I wanted to go to. I was kind of finding my sound. So I was just like, okay, I got to make something really, 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 basketball-y like you know like you listen to that and you'll be like okay that's that has to be a soundtrack song so I was thinking to myself okay let's start with the beat first so I always look through my beats like I had a shout out to like one of my producers his name is j.sony I met him actually through Instagram he sent me a bunch of beats and I was actually going through them until I saw this one heard this one beat and I just played the beat by itself and I already knew like that's part of the like a soundtrack. Just by if you were just to listen to the beat, you'd be like, okay, that's a soundtrack song. So I was like, okay, I found the beat. Now I have to write something to it. So I wanted to write something. I really didn't know how to write music. I'm gonna be honest. When I first started, I would cap rap. Like I would say stuff that I really wouldn't do. Like uh, like uh, in the song top of the game, I usually rap about like money. Like I would say 50, 50 bands on me like every hour or every minute. It was actually like the wordplay. It kind of flowed well with it, you know? Like it flowed well with the words, but I really didn't mean it. And like, like I said, I was young, so I really didn't know what I was saying. But I wanted to sound cool and I wanted to make something basketball-y. So I did that. And I stepped out of my comfort zone and uh, I put everything, I put together like this wonderful track, like like trapster basketball-y vibe to it. So I recorded at the studio on the last day of submission. I recorded on the studio. I remember I was, I was telling my engineer, I was like, yo, today's the last day. Right after you engineer this, I'm going to hand it in. So make it to your fullest potential, please. And he's like, okay, <laughs> I got you. So I was like, okay, I brought it home. I sent it in right. I sent it in at 7.39 PM around that time. Cause that's when I came home. I sent it in and the next day I guess sent this whole contract. They're like, okay, you got to sign this. And I was just like, what? Like, I was like, this can't be real. This has to be fake. I, I went through the emails. And then I was just like, oh, this is actually the United Masters email address. And I got sent this whole email address that I had to fill out. And uh, basically, it was just this, this contract. It was just saying my name and where, how my song would get promoted and all that. <laughs> Can you give me a second? I'll be back in a minute real yeah. quickly. Yeah. This episode is sponsored by Nobody. That's right, Nobody. So if you could be kind enough to hit that subscribe button, that would mean a lot to me. I'm sorry about that. That was yeah, kind no, of just. So where do we start again? I'm sorry about that. Yeah, yeah. Um, so you talked about, you know, uh, you handed in, you know, your a contract. Uh, contract and you got this contract. So you re- did you read through their contract and like? Okay, know... so yeah. Wait, so I can I can talk right now? Yeah. Okay, so I, yeah, basically I got this contract that was sent to my email and I was just like, no way, like, there's no way this, this actually can be real. So I actually like went through the person that sent me the email and I was like, okay, this is actually like official. And then I read, I read through this contract that they sent me. It was actually a PDF that they sent me and it, it said my name on it. And I was just like, okay. 
And then it said that my song was selected for the NBA 2K21 soundtrack. So I was just like, wait, what? That like it was just like like this wow factor to me. Like I couldn't, I couldn't believe my eyes. And then I had to scroll down and they told me to sign everything. There were like a lot of paperwork that I had to sign because they're due to publishing and all that. So I had to sign a lot of stuff that was in this contract. And that's when I realized that the contract was the contract was legit. Basically, they hit me back up the next day after I signed it. And they're like, okay, we'll stay in touch. I'll let you we'll let you know when your song is actually live in the game. Did he, did he get paid for that or like how does that work? So basically every time my song gets played in the game, there's 500 other songs on rotation in the game. So sorry, I need another minute. I'm sorry. Yeah, no worries. Did you know that every time you left a 5 out of 5 review for this podcast, a Tamil parent lets their child pursue a career in the creative arts? Okay, that's probably not true. But if there's a chance that it is, do you really want to jinx it? Leave a review. Do it for the young creative in you. My bad. I'm sorry. No worries. Next time they come. It's just my siblings came into my room and then my parents really didn't. Uh, they were like, okay. Oh my God. Wow, why are they coming in the room? The next time they okay. come, let me talk to them. But yeah. Okay. So, <laughs> okay. Okay. Uh, so let's just, so to kind of get refresh your memory, you said there's 500 songs that are kind of in rotation in the game. Okay. Your song is one of them. So it's like 0.002% or whatever it is of the song. So how you get paid is you were saying you get a percentage, like how, how do you get paid? So every time your song gets played, you get p- played, you get paid. And like, I guess there's like a fixed rate. It's uh, it depends. It's like, it's like this, their own rate. It's like different than Spotify. Okay. It's it. like their own stream rate. I think it's like uh, different for sync royalties. So basically sync is like TV radio, like, you know, those plays Yes. You get paid for each of those plays. And did you have like your parents or somebody kind of look over the contract as well? Or like, how did you sign off on that? I actually uh, like sent it to one of my cousins because she's like, all my cousins are like in university or some of them are also graduated. Yeah. So I sent it to them to see that everything was legit and that I was actually not getting scammed or like, you know, trying to get, you know, trying to get into my bad hands, you know, like trying to like, what if I sign something and then you'd be like, you owe, you owe us something, you know? Got it, got it. Kind of scared. But you feel like it was, a, I guess it was a fair deal. Cause like yeah. now every, every time the, the, the game is played, <laughs> I guess once you cross the minimum amount of money that's made, do they, do they just send you like a check or do they just deposit into your account? Like, how does that work? It just, it just adds up to my royalties. Like my, how I would get paid for my streaming royalties, like from Spotify, Apple, they'll just go into there, like sync royalties. No, but I guess, so how does that work? So you said it syncs royalty, but then do you get a paid p- a check or do you like get deposit the money or how does that a- work? Oh, it gets right to my bank. It's like a, it's like a bank wire. That's pretty cool. So you're like, you're 17, you created this song, you get featured in a, you know, like a well-known game you're getting paid um like how do you how do you feel after all this like were you, you said you were hyped but how did your family feel about it? like how did your parents you know the traditional brown thing is you know they want you to obviously focus on school get good marks in high school get to you know university how did they feel about you you know getting into the game because that probably means you spent a lot of time doing this thing versus maybe working on your homework like they wanted you to do i'm just making assumptions but you tell me how did they feel yeah um I mean, my dad was, my dad's really supportive of my music. Um, he actually like, he likes, uh, he likes more meaning to the music, you know? He, he likes my music, he supports it. He'll, he'll be honest with me though. That's what I like about my, like my dad. 
my mom really doesn't even like she's not into the hip hop. You yeah. know, she she if she listens to that, she's turning it off because like, <laughs> she 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 can't like listen to it. She she says she gets headaches when she listens to it. You know, <laughs> everyone has their own taste. You know, yeah. But but yeah, when when I when when I first actually told my dad, he was actually like, like for real, like he's like that. But he actually doesn't know what NBA is. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like, most 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 parents, most brown parents, don't know what NBA 2K21 is. Like, but that's when I actually like. My cousins actually were the ones who like, you know, they're like, this is actually big. Like, you should be proud of yourself for that, you know? So, like, I I explained to them what it was and, like, how that not anyone could have this opportunity. It's, like, more of a golden opportunity for for a Tamil artist myself and also, you know, a young artist myself, especially from Toronto. I don't think many artists get put on like that. That's pretty cool. And then... You know, obviously, there's a lot of good that came out of this, but you also mentioned there's a little bit of backlash after you got your single featured, like from school and things like that. So, like, tell us about that, and like, why do you think you got this hate? Okay, so um, when I got my song uh in the game, I got a lot of messages from YouTubers who were playing the game. I got people who were sending me videos of hearing my song in the game. It was not many people, but like, it was like hundreds. I would say hundreds. I was getting streams on my music from different countries. Like I'm talking Jamaica, like countries I didn't even know anyone from. And I, I just thought that was so cool. Like, damn, people are actually buying my music. Like people are actually listening to my music. I really like that feeling. And um, I just suddenly my streams was going up like this. Like You could just see this upward trend in my music. And I, I was just kind of like shocked, like kind of like how that all happened after having my song in a game. I kind of saw my numbers go up like that. And it was to the point um, where I had uh, where one of uh, I had to reach out to one of these Scarborough Scarborough Mirror had reached out to me because uh, I think one of the, uh, one of their uh, editors was actually following me on Instagram. So they reached out to me. They're like, we're trying to write you an article. We we really like your story, how you're like you're young. And you also have your song in an, in a soundtrack, especially from Scarborough. And I really think that that looks awesome and on a newspaper in the mirror. Cause it's 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 just proud for Scarborough as well, you know. I'm representing not only myself, but a whole community. And I feel like I was just like, of course, of course I'm down because anything is anything. Having my song in that game kind of opened a lot of doors for me. I met new people and I just really liked, you know, that feeling of meeting new people and love how they would give me feedback. And yeah, after I got my song uh, in the NBA, they actually released a publication from the Scarborough Mirror and the Toronto Star. So I think one of my principal or my vice principal was actually reading the newspaper and they kind of saw my my name in there and they're like this is you and I actually also mentioned my school so they really they were like this is actually so good for our school so they wanted to promote it to the community the agent like the whole my school community and the whole Asian court community so I I was just like of course you can you can promote it you know, just give me my credit. <laughs> so a lot of people were reaching out to me from school. I was kind of getting more popular in school as well. A lot of people started to know me. They even played my 
music on the PA system once. <laughs> and uh, parents started to know me as well. It was like the whole school community started to know me. And I was just trying, I was just becoming this popular kid at school. And I feel like as I was getting popular, there were other kids in the school that were making music or just didn't like me because I was brown or, you know, they just thought that I was kind of stealing black culture away or they really didn't like me doing something that was not my culture. And I totally agree with it. I mean, sure, you, you I'm not black, but, you know, I still like to do what makes me happy at the end of the day. So despite all the all the love, I did get a lot of hate. And I feel like that that hate kind of motivated me and kind of brought brought like this a mindset to my head that you're going to get this in the future. This is not just in school. When you do this, when you're going to when you do music, there's going to be hate and there's going to be love. No matter what you do, there's going to be at least that one person that hates. And it's a matter of fact that you use good criticism to improve yourself. And I feel like that that without that experience, I wouldn't actually be here. And I think I would have quit music, to be honest, because to have that mentality, it's actually hard. You have to build that mentality. For, and I feel like since I built that mentality from a young age, I'm actually like way stronger or mentally stronger than actually anybody that's how confident i am and i feel like when you're mentally strong you can't get anything get to you without you kind of getting to yourself if that makes sense no it does i like it um you know you're obviously representing scarborough um you know you're you're super young you're you're at the very beginning even though you've had a lot of good happen already to you what do you see like you know, the future in terms of like, who are some people you want to collaborate with? You know, for me, I already think of, you know, you said Scarborough, you said you grew up with Carnatic music and also hip hop. So naturally, I think of Mr. Janssen, you know, who I had on the podcast. So like, obviously, yes. he's he, similar, you know, similar backgrounds. Obviously, he, 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 yep. he's, uh, he's more behind the scenes, but, you know, he obviously does sing and things like that as well. But I'm assuming he'd be somebody you'd collaborate with in the future. Yanchan. I have to break it to you. I'm actually already in the works with Yanchan. I actually, <laughs> I have a song coming out with him. Nice. Um, it's called See Me Now. Um, it's actually one of my, actually, one of my biggest songs, I feel like. And I just want to give something back to the people, you know, something cultural, something, something different. And I feel like not many young artists from Scarborough that are Tamil, you know, I feel like I'm representing all of those people. So, so shout out Yanchan. He's actually one of my biggest inspirations when I actually first, um, I was actually watching him. Like, like he actually inspired me tons. Like I remember watching these Middlingham raps and like they would pop up on my dad's like WhatsApp phone. Like they would be in this group chat and I just saw this Middlingham rap and I was like, damn, that actually sounds kind of cool. Cause like, I really liked like rap. So I was just like, what the heck is Middlingham rap? <laughs> and then I looked into it and I just saw, Sean Vincent DePaul and Yanchan just flowing and he's playing the middle of they're all vibing. And I'm just like, what? That, that's cool. Like there's a whole new genre of music. And I really like that. So I, I was just like, you know, I got to get a hold of like Yanchan, like, you know, like I really like that. So I reached out to him and he, of course, God's, uh, I don't know what happened, God's plan or whatever, opened the door. And, you know, I, and now I'm here 
And like Yanchan's a big brother to me. Like he he'll talk to me. He he he's honest. That's what I like about Yanchan. He's honest. He gives his opinions. And you know, he, he's always gonna be like one of my closest like big brothers. I'm gonna keep him by my side. And I feel like like I'm actually grateful to like meet him and talk to him like that, to be honest. But one one of my biggest collaborations, like I said, Sean Vincent DePaul. I want to work with him. He's actually also one of my inspirations, like I said, because of the middle England raps and all that. Also want to work with like some Tamil artists from like India or Sri Lanka, you know, just have like this different genre of music. I just want to get open to my culture. Like I like Tamil music. I I love Tamil music. So I, I really want to collab with like the or like, you know, like Tamil artists like GV Prakash or like, you know, Ani Ruth, something. I just just something like India mainstream. I feel like I, I I want to collab with someone from there because I feel like that would kind of open more of my sound. And I feel like that's kind of the audience I'm also targeting, you know? So I feel like that's one of my biggest, biggest, biggest collabs on the top of my head. We'll put this out there, you know, once you put it out there, we'll see what happens. Of course. You know, by the time people hear this, you know, we'll we'll see where you're at. Um, Like I said, I keep going back to this. You're right at the beginning uh, you know, you got this path, like, you know, you're seeing some success in music, but you obviously are still doing school and, you know, maybe have university plans or whatever it is. So do you pre- like, do you have this plan of continuing to kind of go down and like finish school while doing music and then, or do you want to kind of just go all in on music? Like, well, what's the game plan? Money can be hard to come by, but here's a hundred dollar opportunity for you. Join my free newsletter for free exclusive content and a free chance to win $100 when I hold special draws. Did I mention that it's free? Growing up in a brown family, I feel like dropping out of school is not a good thing. I feel like you need education and um, it's going to make you it's going to make you money. Education is going to make you money at the end of the day. No matter what you're studying, I feel like it's going to make you money. And I feel like without education, you're kind of you're kind of like let down. I feel like if I only focused on music, let's just say my music flops or let's just say something goes bad. I don't have a backup plan. And I feel like my job or my education is kind of my backup plan. So I'm kind of actually going in both directions. I'm actually also doing music and I'm also doing school and I'm not doing bad at school. I'm actually like doing really well at school and on my free time, I would just work on music. And um, like I said, um, I'm trying to do um, something biotech, uh, in university, or I'm trying to do life side or health side, something in the medical field, but not too, not too like, like overwhelming. I feel like more easy or, you know, more calm. So I can also focus on my music. You know, I, I always want to balance out both of those things because I feel like both of them are my priority at the moment and will always be my priority because I don't think I'm going to stop music for a while. And, and you know um obviously you kind of grew up in the generation where like i think all you've known is social media i think for the most part yeah um so you know you, you're probably more well versed than like say somebody like my age or i'm like leveraging social media but how do you use social media in the music game or just yourself specifically to kind of promote yourself or just create opportunities for yourself social media so i actually opened social media like in grade nine like i said like I just wanted to motivate people. That was actually my first niche. I wanted to motivate people. I wanted to get people 
to think like me. Like I'm not I'm not trying to like change people's mindsets, but I I just wanted to make people feel strong or like make people not give up or just make people happy. That's what that's what my main goal was. And as music came on, I kind of um switched my focus to music and as well as motivating people. I still motivate people on the daily and I still want to inspire people on the daily. I, I hope Cause like it's it's a it's a crazy feeling when someone reaches out to you and be like, bro, you're actually an inspiration to me. I'm trying to be like you. I feel like when you hear that, it just it just feels nice. Like it feels like it feels nice because like you just get this happiness in your like in your heart that someone is reaching out to you and they spent time to, you know, message you and stuff. So I really love that. But social media, I, I've been using it to you know promote my music, uh, build a fan base. Um, cause. Making music is easy, but making people to listen to your music is a really hard part. And I feel like that's where more, most artists struggle. Um, and there's so many artists in the world. There's like millions of artists in the world. There's millions of songs that are dropped on a daily basis or on a weekly basis. So I feel like building a strong fan base would actually get you far because those are going to be your fans till, the, till you die, you know? So I always been using social media to promote my music, to to motivate people. I also follow on um on social media. I follow like motivation pages, and like creators, other creators like like Yan Chan or other creators um like Russ. Like I would just see like what they're doing, what content they're making, and I would get this inspiration from them and kind of use it in my way how would i what would i make or what should i make kind of have that feeling and those motivation pages help me tons because when i when i wake up the first thing i do is i go look at a quote where i go look at today's daily affirmation i'm the type of person i'm just so i just love spiritual energy like i i just love that stuff so without reading that stuff my day cannot be going so i feel like I have to read something that kind of, it makes me happy. It gets my day going type of thing. And then I also have, like I said, um, marketing um, creators that I follow, like how to market my music, just, just more insider strategies that I can use in the music, music industry. And I also follow producers. I connect with producers on a daily basis. I connect with other artists from around the world. So that's one, one of the biggest advantages is social media. I feel like without social media, it's so easier now with social media. You can target your audience from anywhere in the world. Yeah, I can be targeting people in India sitting in my chair on my phone from like Canada in my house, you know? So that's what's so cool about social media. Cool. In terms of like someone in the global Tamil community that you admire, who would that be? And like, why would you, and why, why do you admire them? In the Tamil community, um, are you talking like worldwide? Anywhere, yeah. Worldwide, okay. One of these biggest inspirations I've had worldwide would actually be like Sitri Ram. He's like, he brings me these weekend vibes. Like, I don't know. Like, I've been actually following him. Like, when he dropped like his first Tamil song. Like, I would go to his YouTube channel and I've seen him actually like sing weekend songs and covers. And like, he just has that. Like he has a nice voice. Like he has a great voice. I'm, yeah. I'm jealous. I'm jealous of his voice. I wish I had that. <laughs> like, I just love his voice, and like, I also want to work with him too. Like, he's like, he's he looks like a chill dude. He looks like like this chill, homie vibe, you know. 
and I feel like um, he's just been an inspiration to me because like I just saw his success kind of go up like that. Like after he dropped that one song, he kind of got so much love from all everyone around the world, and then he dropped a song after song, and then now look where he is now. Like no one would have knew who Sitsuiram was like four years ago, but you know that that's insane. Like I just love his elevation in his music and. And I'm jealous of his voice. What can I say? And like his lyrics are insane too, but I I just really like like his voice. And I I, I use I kind of learn his songs because it kind of goes good with my voice compared to any other Tamil artist out there. I feel like Sid Ram's voice or his his music is really easy for me to recreate compared to like other artists. I usually ask this to people that are much older than you. When I say I usually ask them, hey, like how would you you know, if you had to go to time machine and go back and visit your 16 year old self, but since that was like last year, mm-hmm. what if you had to go back to 12 year old women, you go back in a time machine five years ago, you know, you had a chance to sit down with them. What would you tell them? Okay. 12 year old. Okay. Um, I would say, you know, focus in school. You play too many games. <laughs> <laughs> Cause I, I used to play so much games back then. I, I would waste my time Literally, I would waste my time. Like, I didn't even know what time was back then. Like, I just saw time fly and I would just waste my time. Like, that, that's all I remember, in, like, when I was 12. And I would watch so much TV channels. Oh, God. Like, YTV. That was the thing back then. YTV. Um, but, yeah, I would say if I had the chance, I would invest into Bitcoin if I actually really had the chance back then. Because I would have really been, you know, making a kind of good money right now. <laughs> <laughs> but, yeah, like I said, like, I wish I had um, also wish I actually made a song back then in, in when I was 12, because that's actually when Soldier Boy made his first song. So I feel like if I actually like was like an Internet star back then and put myself on YouTube that I could have actually got some like, you know, clout <laughs> or like kind of been like known in the industry. I feel like you're still 17, man. You got time. So yeah, start putting out that. <laughs> uh, not looking forward, you know, in terms of your personal legacy. How would you want to be remembered by your friends and family? Um, I actually want to be remembered as um, somebody that, you know, impacted um, music like globally. Like, I feel like, like I want to be known um, as someone like that kind of never gave up. I feel like um, when people look at me, they're going to be like, like, who is, who is Man? Do you know that guy? Like, they're going to be like, yo, I know that guy. He's from my school. Like, he, he, he never gave up despite all that hate that he got, you know, like people that witnessed everything by my side, like the hate, the love, they will know that like I had to fight through all those struggles, you know? So I feel like, like not giving up. And I also want to be remembered as like, you know, one of the greatest artists coming from Toronto, especially being young right now. And I want to also inspire many kids around the world, not only Tamil, not only Brown culture, like I'm saying any, any, any child in the world, I just want to inspire them to, you know, they can actually do anything in this world and, you know, you only live once, you know? So I feel like you should use your life to your fullest potential and do what makes you happy at the end of the day. Cause there's going to be a lot of people that are going to hate on you. They're going to be your family, but whatever that makes you happy at the end of the day, do what that do, what makes you happy. Cause happiness is literally like, like this life that we have is actually like a gift. Like, I feel like a lot of people are not grateful for like the life that they are living right now. And I feel like a lot of people waste their time. Even like all my coaches, all my cousins, they tell me, bro, I wasted my time when I was your age. And they always tell me that. So I feel like using your time to your advantage is like a big thing. And 
I just want to be like, I just want to be a role model. That's all I want to be. I just, I just want to positively impact people. I hope I changed many people's lives. Like, like I cured their depression or I made them stronger. Their, like their willpower was stronger. Like, I just want to make people mentally stronger with my music and just through what I'm saying, like inspiration quotes. Love it. That's a good segue into the final segment of the podcast. So it's a game that I like to call Crater Confessions. I'm going to say a bunch of statements or you're going to give me a quick answer to them. It's like a speed round. Ready? Okay, cool. cool. Favorite Tamil food? Favorite Tamil food, Kotaroti. Something that scares you? Spiders. Insecurity that you have? Insecurity that I have. Being brown. Uh, favorite show you're watching? Favorite show that I'm watching right now? Um, I actually don't even watch shows. Big Boss. Okay, actually Big Boss. Uh, place your... Or how about this one? A fellow Tamil creator you want to give a shout out to? Um, can I give a shout out to actually like two? Sure. Or three? Okay, shout out to um, R. Seren. He's actually one of the one of uh, like a nice artist from Toronto as well. He makes Tamil music. Shout out Stace Wang. He's like one of my blood brothers. Like I keep him like my blood brother, but like you know, we make music together. We have a lot of music coming up as well. And um, shout out. Um, he's not Tamil, but he's Malayalam. So shout out Rayon and Melvin. Those are like my brothers from um, Ireland. So I love those guys as well. Awesome. Favorite movie of all time? Karanen. Um, A pet peeve of yours? Okay, so something, uh, my pet peeve will probably be um, people talking behind people's back or like being negatively um, or just negatively demotivating people, like putting down people. I don't like that. Um, A celebrity you look up to? Celebrity I look up to? Naf. I love Nav. Age you want to retire by? Um, I'm trying to retire by my 30s. I'm not going to lie. I'm trying to retire like 31 or like 35. Uh, a celebrity whose life you want to experience for one day? I really want to experience um, like the weekend. I really want to experience his life in a day. Like I, want, I just want, I'm just, like the amount of connections he has, like it will be, it will be dope. Like just to go through his daily like routine, like him in the studio singing songs. Abel is, I love his voice as well. Like he's one of my inspirations as well. Um, maybe like a book or podcast, a book you've read or a podcast you've listened to that's had an impact on you. Favorite book all time, The Secret by Rhonda Byer. It's one of my favorite books. It talks about the law of attraction. It kind of, impacted my whole life to be honest with you it impacted the way i think about life um the different acts aspects of life um it has great meaning to it if you if you're someone that likes to read books or someone that spiritually want to improve on yourself kind of if you want to improve on yourself as a person i feel like you should read that book because it changed it changed my like entire aspect of life like i'm like, I'm a whole new person, and I love it. Like, that book has impacted me. and I'm, I'm going to keep it by my side. Uh, a belief, behavior, or habit that's improved your life? I feel like a behavior, habit that I've, that I've had from a young age is just talking to people. I was that person 
that wouldn't stop talking. I would go up to anybody. I don't care if it was a girl. I don't care if they they, they look really nice or like, you know, like I, like I couldn't talk to them because they were so like beautiful or like, you know, I was just that person that was so confident. I would go up to anybody and I'd be like, what's up? Like, I, I really like that feeling because like, I mean, I really like that habit because it really helps me in the music industry as well. I'm just really confident. Um, I have my own swag, you know, like no, nothing's bothering me, you know, and I feel like that's a good skill to have also in the future when you're looking for a wife or, you know, <laughs> or like, or like talking to friends, socializing with people. I feel like that's a really, really good habit to have. Uh, and finally, what's a piece of advice that you'd give to your other, you know, your fellow aspiring Tamil creators out there? Don't stop doing what makes you happy, despite what people say. Because I know there's going to be people that say this is not the right path for you. Um, you're doing something wrong, but they're not living your life. They're living their life. And I feel like a lot of people don't understand that. And I feel like people regret it when, when they're older. They'll be like, oh, I wish I actually really did that in a young age. So I feel like if you don't want to live life with regrets, just do what, just do it in the moment. You have to live the moment. So do whatever makes you happy. And if it doesn't go well, well, move on to the next one. You know, what, what can possibly happen? And I feel like without, without God's purpose, it's not going to happen. I feel like everything is, you know, how we're talking on this podcast right now. I feel like it would have not happened without a purpose. And uh, I, I really like love that. Minin, that was a, a great episode. You know, it's, I think, like I said, you're like probably my youngest guest I've had so far. You got, you're definitely wise behind, behind your age. So, um, you know, someone listening to this, if they're inspired by your story and, you know, they want to reach out, uh, what's the best way for them to reach out to you? Yeah, so it's um, Vinin on all platforms, V-I-N-N-I-N. So that's my Spotify, Apple Music, YouTube, whatever you search on, it's Vinin. And all my social media platforms are actually Vin and Winning. So I kept it Vin and Winning just to motivate myself and also to motivate others as I also do music and also motivate people on a daily basis. Awesome. Well, thank you again, Vinin, for jumping on the podcast and for everyone that listens. Uh, you know, thank you guys and uh, look forward to the next episode. Thank you for having me. Thank you for your time. Thank you.